in addition to the actual hardware, we did see the new Pixel launcher, which has the search bar at the bottom of the launcher. And we also saw um, some of the camera features. So it has a feature very similar to Apple's, what do we call them, live photos? Correct. Uh, motion photos is what Google calls them. Motion photos. So it has that. It has the highest DxO mark score ever for a smartphone camera. Dun, dun, dun. At 98. Out of 100, right? Yeah, besting the previous high of 94 for the Apple iPhone 8 and the Galaxy Note 8. So uh, Apple iPhone 8 Plus, actually. So uh, DxO mark for whatever it's worth, and I don't think it's much personally. This is the new highest score. Yeah, it's trash, but whatever. So... In a nutshell, the Pixel 2 is offensive to my general sensibilities. It is expensive. It looks like a design from two years ago. And if any other OEM, aside from Google, brought this out, we would be making ruthless fun of them. All of that may or may not be accurate. But I'll say this. My counter argument to that is... The Verge, the Verge's Jake Kastronakis had a tweet that he then published on TheVerge.com that said the three hours after launch, the just black 64 gig and 128 Pixel 2s were in stock and still shipping on time. Every other SKU, the 128 and 64 uh, clearly white and the 64 um, kind of blue were all four to five weeks further out or longer. And in the kind of blues case, it was actually, I think it was like seven to eight weeks out. People were buying these phones and they were buying them in whatever quantities that Google had already preordained that they were going to make for them, which I know for a fact is more than 10, which is what you suggested. Yeah, and probably less than 50 though. Okay, so 47 maybe. But my point is, is that people are buying them. And I, I made this point off air and I'll make it again on air to make my case. We, you and I, and presumably the people listening to this podcast, the vast majority of that aren't our family and friends, are tech enthusiasts. And we have a very stringent criteria for what we would consider in our phones. Case in point, you own both the Samsung Galaxy S8 Plus and the Note 8 because they are the pinnacle of hardware and technical engineering, mostly because you're a screen whore, but also because they're the best. And that's just the long and the short of it. Regardless of price or how much you paid for them, that's what you wanted. And so you you got the best of everything. 90% of the rest of the free world, because Verizon is exclusive is the exclusive carrier partner for Google right now, which is a whole other argument. But 90% of the free world is going to walk into a Verizon store and they're going to look at the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus and they're going to see the Pixel 2 side by side with these phones, which it compares reasonably favorably to in terms of like overall design aesthetic, giant bezels on the top and bottom and, you know, similar feature set, good battery life, great camera, et cetera, et cetera. And they're going to go, huh. That looks uh, interesting. Dual stereo speaker sounds good. I'm an Android person right now. Let me get that. I don't think 649 is a terrible price point for it. I'm not saying it's fantastic, nor do I necessarily feel like it's actually a great value at that price point. But what I'm saying is a 649 is not going to be impediment to someone who is looking to upgrade and already is in the Android ecosystem and wants a great camera and really good battery life. 
I don't necessarily, that's not me. Like that's not my point of view, but I believe that that's the reason why this phone is selling out is because, and I read this in thread after thread after thread. I got my wife one. I'm buying my partner one or my buddy just bought one because he wants a small phone. This is a great small phone option for people who aren't aware of deals on the Galaxy S8, for example. That's why I think it's going to sell. And that's why I think Google's consistently poor hardware chain or Google's consistently poor supply chain management will keep this phone out of stock for a very long time. After you give that rousing defense, I have to ask, did you smile as Google rammed it down your throat or <laughs> how did that work? Because there's no justification for this phone. And, and here's why. Literally every other phone that's been released this year, every other flagship looks better than this phone. I can get an 8 gig OnePlus 5 for 400, excuse me, the 8 gig's 540, Five, 539? $539. $539. And the camera's not as good. I'll grant you that. Dual camera setup, but yes, not as good. 8 gigabytes, 128 gig of, uh, 8 gig of RAM, 128 gig of storage. Super snappy performance, almost stock Android. Not in a Verizon store. Okay, fair point. But... And, and also doesn't work on Verizon anyway, so that's not necessarily why it's not in a Verizon. Yeah, but Verizon's only one of the carriers, right? Uh, the largest of, but yeah. Barely, but yes, at this point. But okay, so still though, the HTC U11, I've seen for $549. It's a better fo- better phone to my eyes. I mean, I... I'm, you can't see me, dear viewer, but I'm kind of shrugging like... <sighs> I, now, if you want to talk... Uh, wait a minute. Okay, sorry. We're talking U11, not U-Ultra. My uh, bad. The U-Ultra, yeah. I wouldn't make that case. Yeah, U-Ultra is a piece of shit. I demand you break this tablet over my head if I made that argument. Absolutely. But like, literally, G6, Galaxy S8. I mean, what does this phone have over the Galaxy S8? That now costs less, mind you. Uh... And is significantly narrower and only slightly taller despite the fact that it has a 5.8-inch screen versus a 5-inch screen. And the screen will be better, arguably. Uh, well, not, arguably not arguably, it'll be it'll better. Just be, it'll just be better. Samsung's panels are the best. <sighs> I just, I, I find it hard to reconcile the fact that if it was such a piece of crap, people wouldn't be buying it. But they are. Wait a minute. When you say they're buying it, Google last year couldn't keep their phones in stock at all. Going back to the Nexus 6 when I was trying to buy that for months on end, I swear to God they released phones in like batches of 100. Now, <laughs> I don't know what kind of numbers we're actually talking about when we're talking about sales. Yes, the, the shipping times moved back throughout the course of the day, especially for certain colors. That doesn't mean they're selling anything. Why would the shipping times be moving back if they're not being put into people's carts and being checked out? Well, by anything, I mean in numbers that are so minuscule as to not even matter. Like, I guarantee you the iPhone 8 sold more, probably in the first half second it went on sale, than Google's going to sell of this phone in a week. Define matter. I would say it didn't, it hardly made a dent last year. How many did we decide they sold last year? Two million? Uh, Total phones? Pixels. Uh, Five, I think. Between five five and seven, yeah. We think. That's what was reported. That was the last thing I saw. And the Galaxy S8 series sells, what, 60? At least. Maybe more. And the iPhone's in the 150 to 250 million a year? Sure. Well, I would say to matter, you have to sell more than five. Which of those two companies goes back and forth between being the arguably most valuable company on the planet? Well, that not would arguably. Be, it's Apple. That would, agreed. And fights with Apple as one of the most valuable companies on the planet. That would be Google and not Samsung. 
and agreed, Google gets a lot of its revenue from other streams, but so does Samsung. Say, they're not getting their revenue from Pixels. And Samsung's not getting its revenue solely from the sales of Galaxy devices. In fact, that is one of the smaller areas of their income streams, because their manufacturing of panels and their manufacturing of chipsets actually generates much more revenue. That's true. So... Having said that, again, define matter. I don't think Google gives a shit how many they sell, but they're selling them. Yeah, but if your point is people are buying it anyway in some large numbers because this product is somehow acceptable, I didn't I say, say large numbers. I, I say said that the ones user. that they, I say the ones that they were being, that the ones that were produced or at least were available for sale right now are all sold out. And I think that that probably is going to surprise a lot of people because I think again the common lay person is is going to be fine with this phone. You and I would never accept this. And we may make a very compelling argument as to why this phone shouldn't exist. However, it does. And it is selling. True or false, this is the worst looking mainstream flagship release this year. Uh, and the U Ultra doesn't count. Nah, yeah, it's not really flagship. That's it, it is. Uh, it's ugly. I'm not fond of Sony's design, but those phones aren't really going to be sold here in the United States. And uh, does the BlackBerry Q1 count? No, nah, because they don't matter anymore. <laughs> they haven't mattered for a while. Uh, it, it, I don't find it as offensive as you do, simply because it looks pretty much like the Pixel from last I'm year and the one that I own right now. The, the one that already looked super dated last year, and we, we only gave them a pass. Because they had nine months to develop it, and the software is solid. And the software is still solid. I'll should, give them that. Should be, yes. They had a full freaking year, and this is what they came up with. I don't... See, that's, I think, probably where we differ. I don't blame Google for that. I blame HTC for that. I think that they... Um, and I think that's why they lost the, the original Pixel 2 XL contract, because somebody at Google said, if we put out two of the exact same phones that look like last year's Dookie... We're not going to sell. People are going to rip us to shreds, and we're not going to sell any. So they they sent the other contract off to LG. Man, Google has almost unlimited resources, and if they saw these other phones being released this year, and it didn't occur to them that we can't release a phone that looks like it's four years old, I don't really know what to say at that point. And yet, Apple has done that very thing this year themselves. Yeah, and we mock them endlessly, mercilessly, for it because True. they deserve it. True. It is shitty. I agree. So, I agree. The eight and eight plus are not. It, it is a recycled design for sure, as is this device. And they won't sell in un, they won't those two devices will not sell in in the same ballpark as the Pixel Two. But I think there is a market for it. I think that there will be people who will buy and own and like this device. Those people would not be me, but I I do believe I do believe that it has a right to exist. I could not just disagree more. I'm I'm, I'm offended right now. Like I, <laughs> like I wish you could see just how disgusted my face is right now. This. Like, I'm literally offended by this product. It it's, should not exist. It's hilarious to me that you're offended by a phone's like, existence. It's worse than the iPhone 8. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying it right here, right now. It is a worse phone than the iPhone 8. Full stop. Um, R. Kelly said it best when he said, haters want to hate and lovers want to love. And you don't want none of the above. You want to, to piss, piss on, on it. I really, on pixel I really do. But it is IP67 now, so I don't think that would break it. Uh, unless you can submerge it in more than one meter of urine, I think we're fine. <laughs> Maybe to drop some number two on it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've beaten that horse to death. Let's talk about the Pixel 2 XL, which is definitely the better designed, better looking, and better... 
uh, I was going to say features, but the features are basically the same other than the battery capacity and the screen uh, it, it, size and density. Better. So um, it looks like a, it looks kind of like a V30 slash a G6 produced by LG. Um, we mentioned all of the major specs, the 538 PPI, Quad HD Res, supports the wide color gamut, IP67, USB-C fast charging in lieu of wireless charging, um, the always-on display, as well as the um, Google Assistant, which gives you, I'm trying to think of what it was called, but the it'll listen to the music going on around you and tell you what song's playing, which is kind of cool, as well as Active Edge, which is the aforementioned uh, squeezy way to launch Google Assistant. Um, tell, me, tell me the one thing you don't like about the Pixel 2 XL. The price. I would say it would be my number one qualm. We literally are in a land now where the base Pixel costs more than the base iPhone 8 Plus. You're correct. Seven ninety nine versus eight forty nine. Correct. It's correct. literally more expensive, and the top one for one hundred twenty eight gigabytes of memory is nine hundred forty nine dollars. I shit all over Samsung for releasing a nine hundred thirty dollar Note eight. But the $930 Note 8 actually has more features than this phone does. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, so here's the deal. I actually like the Pixel 2 XL. I think it's this phone actually deserves to exist. I'm going to go that far. I quite like the design. That's quite generous of you. I think the Stormtrooper variant, the black and white, looks really striking, and the black one looks very sleek. It's not as sleek, though, as like the V30. It definitely has more bezel, and that's at least in no small part to the fact that it does have the front-facing speakers. It's 156-ish millimeters tall, whereas the uh, V30 is 151, so it's it's definitely taller. It's also quite a bit wider. It's 76 millimeters wide. I believe the V30 is 74 offhand. So it's, it's taller and wider. But the footprint is basically very similar to the current Pixel XL. Yeah, I think it's, um, I want to say it's like 2.5 or 2.3 millimeters taller is the Pixel 2 versus the Pixel OG. Um, I like it, though. I think it's a good-looking phone. I think it looks contemporary. Um, as far as the specs are concerned, they're on point. I believe the camera will be the best camera on the market probably once you get it tested. I think that the iPhone 8s and the Galaxy high-end galaxies of the world will be close, but the Pixel algorithm is pretty damn impressive. They added OIS to the camera, which we haven't even talked about now. Hmm. Have not talked about yet, excuse me, which is a, a big ad actually and they through software have the ability to use the ois plus their eis which is the best in the business already so they were showing some video samples i think of someone like on a motorcycle and it was exceedingly impressive so very much so it has that going for it it's absolutely the phone i would buy but i do have to ask like so the v30 costs 800 dollars, and with the v30 you get the same screen in a slightly smaller package. You get dual cameras. Yep. You get an SD card slot. Yep. You get a quad DAC and a headphone jack. Yep. You get IP68 instead of IP67, which isn't a huge difference, but it's a thing. Yep. Is it... Wireless charging. You do get wireless charging. I didn't even remember that. Yep. Um, is it... Is the Pixel 2 XL worth the additional cost? Just for the fact that it will be faster and you'll get better updates. Now... On the update front, Google has come out and said that they are going to actually release full OS upgrades for three years on the two new Pixels released today. Correct. Before it was two years of upgrades, and then you had three years of security patches. That's a big deal because there's a lot of complaints that 
if you buy an iPhone, get supported for a lot of years. If you buy an Android phone, you get two years if you're lucky, and then they basically say fuck you. So that is that's not immaterial because it means you can keep your phone longer if that's a thing. But I really like the Pixel Two XL. I just question for the price that Google's charging. If what are the standout features? Is it worth it? I think that is a question that has yet to be answered. And as we uh, get a review device and put it through its paces, uh, I think, again, will it be greater than the sum of its parts? Maybe. Um, The only things that really could potentially make it stand out right now are the camera, as well as the polish of the UI. Um, If you're looking as a direct comparison to the LG V30, which... Um, I feel bad for because the Pixel will probably um, steal its shine and uh, largely in part because the V30 was announced like a month and a half ago and still hasn't hit shelves, although it's due to hit this week. Yeah. Um, I I don't, uh, the answer to that question is I don't know. I I can't say on paper objectively that it would be worth, um, you know, $150 uh, price increase. Uh, subjectively, as a Pixel owner, would I rather own a Pixel than an LG device? Yes, absolutely. And that, that I think, you know, whether it's the Mountain View reality distortion field coming into play or whether it's just the fact that Google's getting better in every iteration at vertical integration with hardware and software, like I think there's some really cool um, things that the Pixel is going to be able to do with software, because we talked about this before, and the Pixel XL and the, the Pixel original Pixels were definitely examples of this. It was greater than the sum of its parts because the user experience retreated to the background and got out of the way. Google's never going to be able to innovate greater than most other hardware OEMs in terms of hardware. So where they have to be able to innovate is in terms of software. And they do that through the camera and their computational photography methods. And they do it in battery life for the ability to um, be better with a same or similar chipset and battery capacity than other hardware OEMs. And the user experience is stock Android with tweaks, I think is what we've called it. So I think that ultimately the Pixel 2 XL may again simply be because of the camera and UI experience be considered one of the phones of the year. The price probably will hold it back. Now, having said that, Google does offer a trade-in program, so they have some ways for you to mitigate the cost of the devices. So if you can get a trade-in for you know, 300 bucks of your existing phone, that brings it from 949 for the 128 SKU down to 649, which at the same price as a Pixel 2 in the base configuration, I think that's an excellent value. Um, and I think that may be the only saving grace for Google with this, with this particular device and hardware line. Yeah, I would have to get my hands on it to really make the decision of whether or not it's worth the premium. I think your points are all valid ones. I believe that the Pixel 2... Will Pixel 2 XL will be the best performing Android phone released this year. Maybe the OnePlus 5. It's going to be close, but I think it's going to really have that kind of buttery experience. I think the camera is going to be on point, probably the best on the market upon release. It does have things going for it. I really like the Pixel 2 XL um, much more than the Pixel 2, as you've heard. When you're in that top price range, though, I think there is some scrutiny on what do you bring to the table, and there are some boxes that are not checked by the the Pixel phones still. And so the fact that they're charging more than a Note 8 is a little difficult for me because it's like the Note 8 does have dual cameras, 
and really excellent cameras. It has a better quality screen. Yes. Two gig of RAM more. 64 gig plus an SD card slot, so it has expandable storage. Yes. And, you know, it has the S Pen, it has wireless charging, IP68. It has this a pretty broad feature set. It definitely has things that Google doesn't have. Still, in a vacuum, I could see plenty of reasons why you would choose the Pixel 2 XL over something like the Note 8 or the V30 because you value that stock software experience and you value the speed. But the speed thing is kind of, it's kind of a red herring for me to some degree. Yes, the Pixel is faster than the Samsung phones last year, for instance. But the difference isn't something like on a day-to-day where I'm really sitting there struggling. They're pretty close still. So all the intangible things that the, the Note brings as far as features may be worth trading off a little bit of performance that I can hardly tell in the first place, right? So of the two phones, actually of all of the products that they released today, the Pixel 2 XL is the most compelling to me. And it would be on my short list of phones to buy. So I really like it. I don't think it's a perfect phone, but I think they got it mostly right on this. I agree. Um, agree. But it's it's still, I'm just still in shock that we're in a world where the Pixel 2 XL costs more than the iPhone 8 Plus. It's it's amazing to me. It it is difficult to fathom. And I think that the value proposition is the only, the price point is the only thing that, holds me back from saying that this is an excellent value proposition. Um, I think that at 949, it is not a good value. And I think that at anything less than that, anything reasonably less than that, like if you can trade in a, you know, if you can trade in like a shitty old LG phone and get $200 off, that to me would bring it into the realm of absolutely a great value because I believe it's going to deliver an unmatched user experience. It's also going to deliver an unmatched camera experience. We haven't even really touched on the fact that it's generating these so-called portrait mode shots with a single camera lens solely through the use of computational photography. And you can get that portrait mode on both the rear-facing camera and the front-facing camera. That's freaking outrageous. And this is kind of like the hipster thing right now is the, oh, let me blur out the background and the bokeh and all this other crap. Like, it's whatever with the hipster crap. But it is kind of cool when you can take a really nice picture of you know, a family member or a friend and look at that picture with the blurred out background and go, this really draws you in and and makes a compelling subject of that photograph. Um, As we sit in uh, your home office, I'm looking at family portraits on your wall and all of them are, you know, framed and look really nice. And I'm thinking in my mind of all of the amazing pictures that could be captured with the best mobile smartphone camera. Uh, and that that's really awesome to me. It's really compelling to me. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to having the Pixel 2 in-house so that we can take a look at it and review it. Yeah, and I'm not sold on the whole dual camera thing anyway. Like, I think my gut tells me even now, two of the best phones this year for cameras are the HTC U11 and now the Pixel 2 XL, yeah. which we're going to see. Single Both lens. of which have single. Like, yep. I, I think I think the utility of a of a dual camera is still kind of dubious to me. My wife's has one. It's black and white. The Note has one. It's the telephoto. You have the wide angle setups on the LG phones and each of them probably have some use cases, but I still think I'd rather all things considered if you said, Hey, you could trade out your Note camera for the one on the Pixel 2 XL. I probably would do it based on what I'm seeing so far. I want to see more samples, but Google's clearly ahead of the game as far as processing and some other things is concerned. So I, maybe the, maybe the camera is their killer feature. 
I mean, the camera is ahead of everything else, and maybe that's their their killer thing, and, and along with the performance, I think. But their phones still, I, I guess, I don't know. Somehow this year, I felt like last year was like, we talked about this last year at the time, it was, hey, they got rushed, and they produced what they produced, and they still, they hit like a, a solid triple their first year, I think is what we said last year, right? Yeah. And we expected them to hit it out of the park this year, and they didn't do that. The Pixel 2, the small one to me, is a full-on strikeout. <laughs> Like just, just whiffed on three pitches and you're out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a sack bunt. Uh, you should be sent back down to the minors and, and maybe you know. Kick <laughs> you don't even like baseball. baseball. Get out of here. Uh, you, you're the Tim Tebow of phones at this point. Um, that's the Pixel Two. He's a minor league baseball player. No. I know I'm from football, but yeah. He's a minor league baseball player now, man. Sure. Keep up with pop culture. Okay. Anyway, uh, the Pixel Two XL again. I would say is like a probably like a triple again. Maybe. Maybe like a inside the park home run, but like definitely not the grand slam that I thought it was going to be. If this okay, so let me pose you this question before we uh, wrap up this probably already far too long podcast. If Google had announced it and said the Pixel Two XL base configuration is um, seven ninety nine and the uh, one hundred twenty eight was eight ninety nine, would that change your mind any? Yes, a little bit. If it's a little bit cheaper for the same phone, you'd like it a little better. Yeah, I think 50 bucks less in this case actually does make a difference. So, yeah, I, I think that would have helped take the sting out. What if I threw in a free Google Home Mini if you pre-ordered? Right, here's the thing. The Google Home Mini probably cost them, I'm going to throw out a number here, like $8 to produce or something. <laughs> so I doubt they're really sweating it. I think it's probably less than $8 it's a nice, for sure. It's a nice giveaway, but let's look at they this. They went through 147 different shades of gray before settling on chalk. So the Note 8, due to the Note 7 debacle, I got it for $425 off. They gave me a class 1028 gigabyte SD card, and they gave me a $70 uh, fast wireless charger convertible that's really nice. freaking nice. Yeah, it is nice. So who's, who's, I mean. What's Google slanging? The, the a $49 Google, yeah, Google Home Mini? fine. Like, the Google Home, I would take one. It's better than a kick in the ass. But, like, it doesn't take much to sting out. No, and, and the point of getting you the Google Home Mini is to basically spread their artificial intelligence platform to everywhere you can get. So, like, it's basically kind of a self-serving gift that they're giving. It Honestly, though, it is better than the Daydream View VR I got last year with the Pixel XL, which I, I used, like, three times and then put in a box and then ultimately sold. So Yeah, I think they even, like, released a new one today. Yeah, they did. It's it's a I think I read the, the greatest thing was it's a little bit better and it costs a little bit more. That's pretty much it. What the? Yeah, don't get me started. VR is not really a thing. AR with uh, stickers and uh, the Stranger Things uh, sticker pack was actually kind of a neat demo. Useless to me, but kind of a neat demo. But the the only reason I ask the price point question is, is again, I think a lot of these things are subjective. For those who purchased it and used a trade-in to give a little bit of a discount, I think this is uh, definitely very compelling. The Pixel 2 XL is definitely a very compelling option. Um, and is definitely better than the Pixel XL last year in terms of pretty much like everything. But um, the fact that it's priced at the very high end of the market is is concerning to me. And you know, Google's Google's going to sell as many as they can probably make. For again, a very polarizing product for as many people that called the the Pixel XL last year the bezel XL they couldn't keep the goddamn thing in stock. So there were lots of people that had them or bought them. Five, five or to seven they're million. producing 100. 
again, five to seven million for a very first time phone. Ask Essential how that's working out for them. So uh, they've sold five thousand. So I think it Google, could be like six now. You don't know. Yeah, five hundred. You don't know, man. Five thousand twenty-five. You don't know. Um, but the the point of the matter is, is the first the first iteration of this particular Pixel product, as we said, was was a very good and promising start. I believe they did improve the product and took like a step forward, but it, by increasing the price, they've kind of negated some of that advantage and that is kind of a step back. And to me, we're basically right where we were last year, which is the Pixel XL is a great phone, it's probably too expensive, um, and that's 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 a that's a real thing. So here's the deal though, in sum total from the event today though, so I would say the winner, the winning two products from the event today are the Google Home Mini for sure. and the Pixel 2 XL for me. For sure. And then I would say you have um, in the middle somewhere. No, I wouldn't even say the middle. I would say everything else needs to be taken outside, taken out back behind the barn and taken care of like old yeller style. <laughs> like, like, like fed dog food just, and sent just, on their way. Just, no, I never like, saw the end of old like, yeller <laughs> because like the pixel two, the freaking Google home, what, what is it? Max, the clip camera, thing the $999 plus pixel book all have no reason to be on planet earth google's hardware got no reason to live it's it's it is troubling that google thinks that with very little uh effort they could move themselves into the super or the ultra premium tier um and uh yeah i don't i don't i really don't know where they go from here i hope that there's a that there is a limit to the madness. Um, unfortunately, I don't think there will be, but um, got a year to worry about it, so we'll see. Good times. The Pixel Two is shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn, you're a hater. Um, I think that's prob. That's absolutely. That should actually absolutely be where we end. Uh, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you are interested in reaching out to. Uh, us regarding sponsorship opportunities, I can let you know that our demo of uh, 24 to 35 year old males, primarily in the coast of the United States, is our demo. And uh, if you have a technology product or service that you'd like to uh, get some advertising on, reach out to us. Uh, hit our inbox at silicontheory at gmail.com. As always, you can find all of our musings at silicontheory.com. You can follow us on Twitter and the gram. We are at Silicon Theory there. When you're on the website, make sure you click on the YouTube link under social and subscribe to our YouTube feed. We're going to have some really good videos coming out soon. There's also some great videos there now, so watch those. Click the subscribe button, click the like button, do all that stuff. And, um, and I guess we will uh, bash on Google some more soon. I didn't bash on everything. That's true. Just the stuff that's shit, like the Pixel 2. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Good night, everyone.